Hi, everyone. This is Betty Who, and I'm hosting the brand new podcast, Unfiltered, the JBL podcast, from your friends at JBL and iHeartRadio. Join me each week as I chat with some of my favorite innovators, groundbreakers, and inspiring individuals. Together, we'll learn about every twist and turn and door slammed in their face that led them to being some of the world's finest creatives and disruptors. Listen to Unfiltered, the JBL podcast, on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello. From Wonder Media Network, I'm Jenny Kaplan, and this is Womanica. This month, we're highlighting women who led extraordinary lives of resistance. Whether fighting tyranny, oppression, sexism, racism, or reproductive control, these women created paths for change. Today, we're talking about a woman who was, by day, a Belgian combat nurse during World War I, caring for German soldiers, and by night, an Allied spy. Let's talk about Martha McKenna. Martha was born in 1892 in a small Belgian village. Like most of their neighbors, Martha's parents were farmers. Martha was in her early 20s when, in 1914, World War I broke out. Germany invaded France by way of Belgium. When troops reached Martha's hometown, they burned most of it to the ground, including her family's farmhouse. One building left standing was the local abbey. Nuns converted it into a field hospital. Martha, who was home on vacation from Ghent University, began working as a nurse. She'd been studying medicine at school, and she was multilingual. She spoke English, German, French, and Flemish. At the makeshift hospital, Martha cared for everyone. German, French, British, it didn't matter. Even after her parents fled to another city, Martha stayed, sometimes working 20-hour days. German forces were so impressed by her that they awarded Martha the Iron Cross, a wartime medal given to those who'd served the empire well. In 1915, Martha finally left her home village and reunited with her parents in another Belgian city called Rosilara. The war was far from over. Martha was dedicated to her work as a combat nurse. And armed with her Iron Cross, she found work at a local hospital for German soldiers. But she also took another job. Martha later wrote that a neighbor from back home called Lucelle recruited her to be an Allied spy. Historians have since suspected that Lucelle was actually the codename for Martha's aunt, Marie de Roux. Marie, or Lucelle, was already working for British intelligence. And soon, Martha was too. For the next year, Martha passed messages between the Allied forces and the Belgian resistance. Martha was driven by a strong sense of patriotism but she also struggled with the actual effects of her work as a spy. During one mission, she flirted with a German soldier who worked at the train station. She smiled and giggled and learned when munitions were going to be sent to the German front. Martha told her intelligence boss and then watched as the British bombed the station. Martha then had to reckon with the fact that the soldier she'd flirted with was in serious danger. Still, Martha wanted to play more of an active role in the resistance. She later said that because of her gender, she couldn't be a soldier. Being a spy was her way of fighting back. In 1916, Martha found out about a sewer tunnel that ran beneath a stockpile of German weapons. She was ordered to blow it up. Martha and another agent crept into the tunnel and placed dynamite inside. 
But in the rush to leave before the explosion, Martha dropped her watch, which was engraved with her initials. That November, Martha was arrested for espionage. The punishment for spies was a death sentence. But Martha, whose Iron Cross medal once again came in handy, was given life in prison. Life in prison, it turned out, was less than two years. By 1918, Germany had surrendered, and Martha was freed. After the war, Martha married a British officer named John McKenna and moved to England. In 1932, she published a memoir called I Was a Spy, with an exclamation mark. It was an immediate hit. The book earned a rave review from the New York Times. The Sunday Dispatch in England compared Martha to Joan of Arc. Winston Churchill even wrote a foreword. Later, it was revealed that Martha's husband, John, probably wrote the book and fictionalized large parts of Martha's story. The couple continued to write books about spies, and Martha eventually moved back to Belgium. Martha died in 1966. Her popularity in England was in stark contrast with her memory in Belgium until recently. In 2016, Rosa Lara commemorated World War I. This was the city where Martha tended to German soldiers, passed along messages, and blew up sewer tunnels. In one interactive exhibit, Martha was a key character. Visitors could pretend to be spies, just like she was. All month, we're highlighting women who led lives of resistance. For more information, check us out on Facebook and Instagram at Womanica Podcast. Special thanks to Liz Kaplan, my favorite sister and co-creator. Talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.